and welcome to another episode of Joe Blogs About Films. This is going to be episode 11, in which I just have right now finished watching The Tomorrow War, which is uh, on Amazon Prime now, starring Chris Pratt. And yeah, it's another sci-fi, end-of-the-world, time-travel extravaganza. But uh, before we do dive into it, obviously, again, uh, thank you ever so much for clicking on this podcast episode and any other podcast episodes that you've listened to so far. Episodes 1 to 10 uh, will be available uh, on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. So, yes, thank you ever so much again if you recommended the podcast to anyone. Um, and just for listening, again, as usual, it's really, really appreciated. So here we are then, as mentioned, episode 11 and The Tomorrow War, which is, I believe it's like Amazon's biggest film that they've released, at least streaming-wise anyways. And uh, for the for the most part, I say this a lot, but for the most part, it is kind of what you expect. I mean... With the the trailers, uh, I know that, uh, for me anyways, personally, I wasn't exactly gripped from the trailers. I thought that it looked sem- like semi-okay. I thought that it was going to be pretty, uh, pretty average. And even though the critics are absolutely slating it, it's not as bad as what it's been made out to be. That's not me saying that, oh, by the way, it's like the greatest film ever and this, that and the other. Not in not in any way, shape or form. I think that it's not a terrible sci-fi film. As sci-fi films go, it's it's quite interesting. Um, it's it's well, we'll talk about. We'll just summarize because as 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 I do with the reviews, this is not a spoiler one. I'm not going to go into too much. And to say it's available at your leisure if you just jump onto Amazon Prime, and if you've got Prime Video, that is, you'll be able to watch that. Um, like I say, I have just finished it, so this is kind of literally fresh off the back of watching it. I'm actually going to give you well my thoughts on it and yeah so the, the the with the with the plot then so we're talking about it was set in 20 21 22 i think it is um and people arrive from the future to tell them there's a war going on and they need the people of today to come to the future to help them win this war against these aliens uh which i will touch on the aliens because i think they were a great design um but yeah, that's that's pretty much the the premise of it. Chris Pratt is drafted into going to the future to fight a war um, that is ongoing there between obviously aliens and mankind, and hopefully we can uh, save save the day. And it is a little bit confusing. I'm not going to lie. I've seen a lot of comments online saying that the time travel aspect of it is a little bit. They try to, you know, they fill the film with a lot of exposition about it. You know, when we when when he is drafted into to heading for this war there's a lot of like oh well this is why it's happening so you, you know like you, you're going to travel to this point and then you're going to bring you back blah 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 like i i wish i could go further into that but for starters i was just kind of like well all we really need to know here is that they could travel from a to b and yeah that, that's really it i i i don't want to it's not that i don't want to i think i just i just can't really explain more than that because it is a little bit a little bit confusing I'd, ha- I'd have to re-watch and really really take note of the scene where they're explaining the the actual the yeah the the time travel aspect of it but if you just go with that you can time they can time travel to the future that's really really all you need to know um but the film does does take a long time to kind of get going like start packing its punches we're talking about 45 minutes into the film before things really start to ramp up i mean the opening you're kind of thrown into it for about 10 seconds and then it kind of, and then it's and then it brings you back out of it again which that was really really strange of the film because it essentially starts at a point of Chris Pratt. This is, I'm not spoiling it for you, but like the film starts with Chris Pratt going to the future, and then that's it. That's literally it. Like it just then comes back to what essentially is the present day. And I found it really, yeah, really weird. It, it really did. 
kind of throw me off a little bit. Like there was, it was, we were in, I get that they want to do this move of bang, you're in it. But then it was like, bang, you're only in it for two minutes. <laughs> like It was really weird. It was, it was not like any kind of straight away, you know, any hot action sequences or anything like that. Um, it was just, just really, really strange opening. But um, yeah, we kind of then meet Chris Pratt's character. Um, and I know a lot of people, a lot of my friends anyways, are not the biggest Chris Pratt fan anymore. Like he kind of just went f- from nowhere to everywhere. Um, not as excessive as obviously what like James Corden's done and stuff. Obviously that's, that's a completely different thing altogether. Um, but with Chris Pratt, obviously, you know, he, 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 there was a, there's that period obviously when he was doing Guardians of the Galaxy, Jurassic World, and it's kind of, he just seems to be in everything now. And it's always like, I, I find it interesting because there's certain actors that are out there that, that, you know, you can watch them and you can kind of, yeah, forget that they are an actor, if that makes sense. But the best way I can describe it is when you watch Jake Gyllenhaal. For me, when I watch Jake Gyllenhaal, I don't really think of, oh, it's Jake Gyllenhaal playing another character. Like, I've, I'm fully invested in the character that he's portraying. Whereas with Chris Pratt, sometimes it's a little bit more difficult to kind of see that and you do always find going oh, it's chris pratt with a gun again uh, it's chris pratt like just pulling chris pratt faces or yeah so that's that you know that I, I do get that some people aren't too too like invested necessarily with chris pratt films um as much anymore and which i, th- I kind of think that maybe i don't know if that's a case as to why a lot of things are getting a lot well this film in particular is getting panned or why it's not really getting as much I don't know. Like it's obviously doing something right because it's now Amazon's like highest, um, yeah, like highest streaming film or something, something like that. The film itself is directed by Chris McKay, and he directed the Lego Batman film. So there's one for you. I think this is like his actual first. I could be wrong, but it could be one of his first live action films that he's done. Uh, the Tomorrow War that is. Uh, but the cast is also made up of J.K. Simmons, great actor, as I say. Obviously, you'd be familiar with him playing J. Jonah Jameson and. And so on, obviously, roles in Whiplash. Um, very good role in Whiplash, in fact. But yes, so J.K. Simmons is in there to pad the casting out. He sh- really should get more screen time than what he does end up having. Uh, but we're also there's also Yvonne Strahovski. Uh, again, really great, really, really great. I say that the, the female leads in this in this uh, film are very good. Um, also, Marilyn Ra- uh, Sub. Sorry, I, again, I could be pronounced that completely wrong. Uh, but there were some really, really nice characters that popped up every now and then within this film that it was like you had the right amount of them like they were there and if they either make it or whatever happens if they start you know what i mean in terms of if they go off to do something else like if we have any interactions with them it's they, they have some very good moments in there in particular one of my favorite highlights uh, of the film uh, was sam richardson who played uh, the role of charlie um really really great like i say very 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 good actor brings in this really nice balance i mean the the film itself has been kind of like not again it's been criticized sorry in terms of the 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 themes almost or or, you know it doesn't know what it wants to go down because there's times when chris pratt almost is like fumbling a little bit whether it's is he being serious is it kind of you bring in that comedy element that he's got as well whereas i think that someone like sam richardson that's in this film is also like he's he's allowed to be that comic relief and and i think he did a very very good job and yeah there was a nice a nice relationship that obviously came between chris pratt's character dan forster and sam richardson's character charlie there are obviously some other characters as well like the lieutenant lieutenant hart played by jasmine matthews as well really really good um but yeah it's just there's there's there was a lot of there's some stuff in this that worked and some things that didn't um 
what I'd like to talk about is obviously some of the things that I really did enjoy, and that was the spectacle. I thought some of the CGI and the visuals and the effects were absolutely, oh my word, like some of the scenery. And 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 I've already mentioned briefly about the aliens in this film. They are very, very creative. I think that it was nice to see something different. It was nice to kind of, um, again, just be like, I, I want to see more of this. And I've already mentioned on previous when we talk about A Quiet Place too that I'm a big fan of like lore and, you know, the backstories of, of of things and if we're not given everything then that's great because it you know leave things to open open to your own interpretation or imagination um and i just found that the, the monsters in this or sorry the aliens in this film were very very creative and i think that uh, it added some some real good really good intense moments there's a really good scene whether in like a stairwell um and that is brilliant uh but yeah so the aliens are great in this as well uh the cgi is 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 just really, really good. It's just the only, my only issue with the main issue with this film is that it's, I think, two hours, about two hours 15 or something like that. And you feel like the film should have ended like 40, 45 minutes earlier than what it actually does. It comes to a great conclusion and then carries on again for about another 40 minutes. And I just, I don't know, like I, I wasn't expecting it. It almost, it, it, in a way, felt like two or three films in one. You know, you've got this great time travel film and it, they do try to do things differently. Like this isn't just your bog standard, like, everything's set in the future and then we're going to come back at the end and everything's fine and we've saved the world kind of thing. I like the fact that they did change it up a little bit. Um, but I don't know, like, there was just some something about those last, like, especially the last half an hour or so when it kind of felt like it was going over its runtime a little bit, like it was pushing its luck. Um, I don't know whether people agree with that or not. I, I'm not sure, but I felt that, yeah, even though there were some, again, some nice moments in those last 30 minutes or so, it just felt like it had gone on for a little bit too long. Um but you know, overall, the film itself is—it's uh, not bad. It's not bad. It's not—it's not the best, um, but it's definitely, definitely one that I wouldn't. I, if someone said to me, "Is it worth watching?" I'd probably say, "Yeah, like give it a watch. It's free. It's on Amazon Prime. There's no reason you don't have to go anywhere. You can watch it in the comfort of your own home." Um, but I just felt, like I said, that the film was a little bit disjointed at times. There were some really, really strange camera shots as well. Like they were kind of going for these like wide, long shots, but then at the same time, the camera was like shaking all over the place. So I just felt a little bit like I, I, I can't see what's going on. So <laughs> you may as well stop doing that, guys. Um, but no, there, there was it's, it's it's not bad. It's it's definitely better than what it's been reviewed as. I'd say because I've seen a lot of like two star reviews, or at least I think I think from what I understand, the critics don't like it, but the audiences are enjoying it um some well kind of most films these days especially with this because with any sci-fi film you're always going to get the comparisons to other great sci-fi films i've seen a lot of people saying that there's a, it's almost like especially towards the end it's a bit of a carbon copy of alien i didn't feel it myself when i was watching it yeah there's some subtle maybe corridors or whatever that they're in might you know you might think oh that's very alien-esque um or maybe they mean aliens, I don't know, because, I don't know, obviously you've got people just shooting other extraterrestrial life, I guess. Um, but I, 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 it has to really, really, really be like a carbon copy for it to really irritate me. I think that if the film was, was worse than what it is, then, yeah, fair enough, you might be a bit like, oh, okay, cheap shot there. But because I don't think the film is as bad as what it's been made out, I think that it's it's, it's all right. It's, it's, it's watchable, put it that way. Like, there's been some terrible films, sci-fis, that have tried to come out. I mean, you want to look at, like... Remember when Skyline came out? I don't know if any listeners have seen Skyline. That film had a lot of potential, but I felt like that was terrible. And then they managed to get two sequels on the back of that. So there are these really, really like terrible sci-fi films out there. But I wouldn't say that this is one. And I don't. And this isn't me just saying like that. 
well because it's you know it's a little bit different it makes it a better film obviously they've they've got to there's got to be other reasons within that and i think that i found the characters just really really mainly every other character except chris pratt in a way and that's no disrespect to chris pratt because i think that chris pratt is a very good actor he's done really well with his career and and i'm looking forward to seeing the new jurassic world film and obviously there's the guardians and marvel galore um, but I just at times couldn't buy his character. Like we went from this character that was a teacher, essentially. And that worries me whenever whenever that's a little thing, like uh, like the happening, for example, when you've got a teacher that's obviously like trying to get people engaged in science stuff. And then he goes off and essentially all this crap happens, all this stuff happens around, <laughs> that revolves around him. But he went from just doing that to then now he's lock and loading, like going to, seriously kick some extraterrestrial bottom um there was just at times where i just I, I kept having to like remind myself of like the circumstances to why they were doing all of this or like why this film even existed to an extent um so yeah there was just there was i found that most of the other characters again chris pratt may have played, done really well with those guys in it but i just felt like they he didn't shine the brightest for me like i said i i found that you know the supporting cast such as sam richardson was better um, or a say Yvonne uh, Strahovski. There were other people in this film that I found were portrayed much better. Um, Betty Gilpin as well. I, I felt that they're kind of more believable, sorry, in the sense that you felt that they really, really, it was serious what was going on. I don't know, like with these films, they can kind of be hit and miss. And for the most part, I'd say it's very, very down the middle. There's a, there's some misses in there and there's some pretty good sequences. So it's a mixed bag, put it that way. It's not as bad as what the critics are slating it and this, that and the other, but it's definitely, definitely a uh, much more, you know, it, it's it's just a mixed bag. And I think that if you go in just kind of looking for a bit of a, I don't know, like if you're watching it, like half watching it, I think you'll, you know, you might enjoy it. Like I say that in the nicest sense, I'm not saying sit there with your phone on and scrolling because I'm not a fan of that either. I just mean as if you're just going in to kind of watch a film, a sci-fi film, and you don't really, not too fussy, you think, I oh, will put that on, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. I think if you're going to go in thinking this is going to be so, so good, you're probably going to be disappointed. So that's pretty much my overall thoughts on The Tomorrow War. Um, it's good, it's not brilliant, it's is what it is. Uh, out of ten, I will probably going to give it about six, six and a half, I think. Um, any higher than that, I think I'm just being too generous. I need, I don't know why, I keep saying, I don't know why I started doing things out of 10. <laughs> I should have gone lower for 5, but still, we've started it now. The other podcast episodes are out of 10, so this one's going to keep out of 10 as well. Uh, but I will give it a 6 um, out of 10, 6.5 out of 10. Um, yeah, not bad. I'm looking forward to, say, catching up on some other stuff. I've been At the moment, I'm watching Sweet Tooth on Netflix, the TV show Sweet Tooth, which is uh, really good. So I'm looking at, obviously, potentially doing a review of that. I'm also going to look at reviewing Loki, the Disney Plus TV show Loki, um, which will be interesting because my previous thoughts on Loki, I've not liked his character at all since pretty much like Avengers 1. Um, so I'm looking forward to kind of diving into that because Loki is currently airing every Wednesday. I think it ends in a week or so, or it might have already ended by the time this airs. Either way, there will be an episode on Loki coming, don't you worry. But this has been episode 11 on the Tomorrow War starring Chris Pratt. It's available on Amazon Prime now to watch. Have a watch, see what you think. Hopefully I've not put you off it. Maybe I've made you want to watch it a little bit out of curiosity, but still, it's not as bad as the critics are making it out to be. Thank you ever so much again for listening. I'll be back with plenty more film chit-chat in the future. Until next time, though. Take care.